Good morning, gang. My name is Dr. Alex, physical therapist, and we are on to the races here. Now, I have to admit, I'm a little excited today, so I'm going to try to minimize the effects of my excitement throughout my voice, but we're going to start to cover everything we've covered before to begin with, a summary. And so I started by giving my intro, which I'm sorry to have to listen to it but I need some credibility to come along with this so I had to create an intro and then um, then we got into the really fun stuff right we said that um, two ways of looking at babies grow is it well more genetics or uh, product of their environment and so if you chose the product of the environment as the biggest influence then you get to move along and then we went on to talk about other things such as uh, certain um, topics of conversations such as SIDS and what we could do to minimize risk. Um, also we identify the importance of tummy time and how it's essential for us to be exposed to it as much as we can and that is something that needs to be done in order to um, see some results down the line if we happen to be right. And, well, today's topic is about um, the evolution of, of us, right? So where do we start and where do we end up to the age of four? So it's a quick summary of how we evolve, I guess, right? So with that said, let's get with it. But first, I wanted to share a personal experience I had yesterday, which to me was um, very substantial in its uh, message delivery. So in other words, like what happened to me yesterday, as I was explaining the um, the evolution of how well, we begin on the floor and work our way up to standing. And as I was showing this to, actually it was my parents, I guess I was too involved in the explanation of things that caught myself doing the automatic um, tendencies or pathways, I guess, right? And I caught myself walking on fours without any reciprocal pattern so as I stuck as I sorry as I used my right hand to propel forward my right leg came along and for me it was eye-opening because one of the hardest things that I have going on for me is my inability to assess myself right it's really hard <laughs> but for the first time I actually caught myself and I'm so proud of it because I remember back in my learning days being a student, I once got home and I asked my mother, Mom, did you see me do this? And she said, No, you're you're a perfect kid. And I said, Well, thanks, Mom. <laughs> I could not do much with that, but thanks. <laughs> and um, you know, but finally I was able to catch myself yesterday. Because I uh, used quadruped walking as a mode of locomotion and I definitely missed the reciprocal effects of movements right so that's pretty much what we start off this morning reciprocation or not sure that's a word but I'm not so much into semantics but delivery of message so just bear with me <laughs> um, so yeah so all right let's go back to the evolution let's see so we begin right all flexed and all compacted right so our mechanisms of um, dealing with threats right we tend to gravitate towards our center of gravity and pretty much 
tuck ourselves in, right? And that's how we're born. We're born kind of tucked in, um, right? All muscles that contribute to your ability to tuck yourself in are pretty much engaged. And so, you know, first objective is to expand um, as a baby. So when I talk about expansion means, well, now the next task for us to accomplish is activate those muscles that allow us to expand. And, um, and that's what happens, right? So we start off with ourselves landing somewhere, hopefully in a crate or something, right? And then from there, the first delegated task is going to be visual tracking. So our eyes are pretty much the most essential component of our bodies. So wherever our eyes look, your body moves, right? So first off, we have a newborn baby and he is going to be looking around, right? Surrounding his, pretty much taking a snapshot of uh, his environment. So he's going to be more inclined to use vision for all kinds of movements. Now, that's the way that we're going to begin, right? And of course, you're going to listen to this later on as, you know, we discuss how athletes, um, you know, have a pretty good way of doing those things, right? Which we tend to describe as, oh, he has good eye-hand coordination, right? And that's where it kind of, you know, make those similarities between a newborn and, well, an athlete that ends up being a client of mine. Now, we're going to take on the approach of basically um, allowing us to go back in time to fix certain things that um, we did not address correctly, right? So, um, you know, talk about movement patterns and associations, dissociations, right? So, um, and that's where we start, right? So we have ourselves a newborn in front of us. And, well, there goes your first training and daily task. Now, um, you know, we have a newborn, okay? And the first thing that you could perfect is their visual tracking abilities, right? So the only thing that you're left with at this moment, right, if it happens to be from zero to one month old is, you could also work on visual tracking. So uh, you want to make a difference, and you go ahead, you grab a toy, and you allow the um, child to track the toy. And this is going to help us increase the range of motion of the neck, right? So we're going to have um, a little bit of a bias here where you might find the newborn to favor turning ahead one way, um, which is mostly how we find them. And what you're going to do is you're going to grab a toy and you're going to basically um, help the baby track the toy throughout the whole range of motion of the neck, right? So there's your first impairment. You could tell yourself, well, oh, wow, my baby tracks better to the right than the left. That might just be due to some limitations, physiological limitations, um, due to lack of range of motion. And so there we go. That's the first daily task. Now, um, what we could do, like I said before, is you're allowed to go back in time, but you're not allowed to move forward. So what I say, every milestone has like an expected age, and you don't want to speed things up. As a matter of fact, you want to slow things down. 
um, because then if you get ahead of yourselves, you're going to end up um, not at the right path, right? So one of the first things, yes, if um, you could see the one month old, okay, most of the things that you see in front of you are led by reflexes. And at this point is the central nervous system using reflexes to induce motion. And that's the first task that we need to delegate ourselves to. Well, you know, take less reliance on the central nervous system and allow our senses, right? Our senses that are located in our skin, our joints, pretty much sending feedback back to the mothership. Um, so one of the first things, again, going back to birth, we're done um, with our first task, which we already know how we're going to end up, right? All uh, compacted and our job is to expand ourselves. So that's our first task. Um, our second task is going to be um, other things, right? But I'm not going to share it now because I want you to focus on one thing only. And we might just train ourselves um you know, in a period of four weeks doing um, visual tracking in order for us to master that. And then we can move on to the second delegated task. But for now, that's pretty much the task that you're dealt with if you have a newborn or up to one month old is, um, you know, improve his visual tracking abilities. And that's so exciting, right? So there you go. You got your first task to work on. And I know there might be two crowds here where you know, some might just rely on me so much that they're just wanting to have a task, right? But I like explaining things. So then um, you know, hopefully you get to stick around, but you already have your delegated task, which is improving visual tracking, right? But let's go back to um, the evolution of babies and how reciprocating uh, movements is probably the first things you're going to see in your baby. Right, so one month old, you're gonna have um, him, uh, you know, guide one leg against the other, different motion. So, for example, um, let's see if, um, let's say, uh, the kid begins by um, pushing away with one leg while the other one is pulling himself in. Right, so. As you see the newborn in front of you, there's a reflex there that he should be able to push away with one leg and pull himself up with the other, or what we call kicking. But even kicking has a little bit of um, some rationale behind it, you know? Um, so that's, that's expected, and hopefully he's doing that now from birth to one month old. Now, I'm not going to take this long to describe each phase. I think each phase needs its own chapter. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to kind of just quickly glance to what to expect from a newborn to the age of four. All right, so let's get some knowledge in here. All right, so first step, you're going to see the baby, and then he's pushing away with one leg, pulling it with the other. Um, you know, not much going on there, just the reflexes at play, and that's one thing that differentiates... Um, a child from being a patient or uh, a personal training client, right? Um, so we're going to identify the norm and the abnormal. And again, my crowd here is basically um, catering to the healthy babies. 
I'm in no position to make any assessments of some sort. So uh, that's something that you're going to have to discuss with your healthcare provider, your doctors, primary doctors, um, and, uh, you know, realizing if there's some, uh, you know, problem there. But I'm here to work on the healthy babies and um, I'm here to describe what to expect. Now, if we are, um, you know, expecting certain things and you don't see it, then, um, you know, it might just be of some concern, but I'm not here to help you with those concerns, right? Um, so you must be, um, must be wiser to check some with uh, medical professionals. So pretty much, um, we describe when we look at a birth, work our way into one month, so we're using our vision to track the environment, but we're not capable of switching positions. That's going to come later on. So that's why you, you, you know, mommies and parents here in general have a task at hand and you need to know it. That's basically, you need to put your baby tummy down because he or she won't do it on her own. So now poor baby's having to rely on some adult to move on. <laughs> that's unfortunate, right? So obviously you're going to go put your baby into uh, tummy time, right? and observe because once you put them in tummy time and that's not done from the beginning right you start to see this later on so but nevertheless they're in a position already to be in tummy time right because the first things that they're going to do is increase the range of their neck when looking up and so now when you look up guess what it's probably the first time you're going to encounter gravity um so yes the first uh accomplishment that you um, should be able to uh, be part of is um, your body's ability to raise his head against gravity and that's really cool that's pretty much the thing that he's trying to accomplish aside from putting a little bit of weight on his um, forearms and his elbows but again you know this going this is going to have a specific time frame and we don't want to move forward we want to make sure we conquered everything that has been left behind Right, because if we uh, are not capable of identifying things and now you are capable of doing such, then it's okay again to go back in time, but don't speed things up, right? It's, it's everything has a time and place and you might just get an adverse reaction if you try to have a baby um, of you know, one month old do things that you should expect that too. No, 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 we're here to master what's expected of you at the time frame in mind right but tummy time is really not as important as it's going to be at the second month right what i want you to focus on in that first month is the visual tracking and guess what's going to come afterwards the reaching so the first thing you should do um or i'm sorry the first thing to do in order to consider that a completed task is if your baby reaches for that uh, object that you've been using to help him track vision and that is so cool because that's the next thing you're gonna see he'll most likely reach with his hand now right or left hand i'm not sure if we could even make any assumptions on that but nevertheless he's gonna reach with a hand to try to grab the toy and that's their second skill um that comes along with visual tracking so as you really perfect that visual tracking, the desired effects is for him to reach at some point. 
uh, during that mo one month transition. And wow, now if he were to do that, then what you could do is now you're in a position to change it. So now he's tracking it and he's reaching for it. And that's how we're going to know that we completed the first task, right? So we need to know where to start and where to end. By the time you see the baby reaching, now you want to master it and now have him reach across, which is really cool, right? So we're going to identify what should come along and we're going to throw a challenge or two to, um, you know, to perfect it and hopefully see if uh, at the end of the line uh, we made a difference. I'm very confident that it's going to work. And that's why I'm excited. I'm trying to hold myself back. So uh, I think this one is for, um, you know, for it, this podcast applies for the uh, neonates or newborns up to uh, two months age. 